Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Each time I preach, I have a wave of anxiety as I walk in the doors and I open up the bulletin to see the gospel text. Uh, and, and this time, my anxiety was um, affirmed, and I did pick the wrong gospel text to preach from. So, um, if uh, a sermon on the Transfiguration would have been lovely, um, but that's not what we're going to get today. <laughs> so thank you. Um, bear with me. Over the past few weeks, we've been in Jesus' parables, and this week, we are going to jump to a miracle, to the feeding of the 5,000. It's a story that the gospel writers want us to remember, and we know this because it features in every single gospel. And we'll get to the miracle. It is a good one. But between the parables that we've been looking at over the past few weeks and this miracle, there's some passages that we've missed. The first one is uh, after Jesus teaches these parables, he goes to Nazareth, to his home, to his people. The people that he played with growing up and that he prayed with in the synagogue. These are the people who knew him, who knew his parents and knew his siblings. But when he began to teach and minister there, they rejected him. They couldn't see him for who he was. They couldn't accept what he offered. They didn't affirm his call, his identity, and he leaves. No miracles in Nazareth. And then right after this, we learn that John the Baptist, who'd been imprisoned by Herod, has been killed. So Jesus, having been rejected by those most familiar to him, is now facing a second blow, the loss of his cousin. The one who had affirmed and supported him even from his mother's womb. John preached about his coming in the wilderness and baptized him, and now he's been killed on a whim and lost. And this is when we'll pick up the story today. Jesus heard the news of John's death, and he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. After suffering two losses, his home and his family, Jesus retreats to a lonely, barren place, to the wilderness. Yet he is not alone for long. The crowds follow him. They enter the wilderness after him. And when he sees them, he has compassion for them and begins to work there. They've suffered losses too. They're looking for healing. And they're willing to leave what's familiar as they follow this man into the wilderness. He sees them, has compassion for them, and heals person after person. He works all day long, and the sun begins to set. The hour is late, and the disciples come to him and say, Jesus, send the crowds away so that they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. The disciples care about the people, too. They know they don't have enough food for them. The people are in need. But not stopping his work, Jesus replies, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. I attended uh, the funeral of my uncle this past week, and the dessert table there was really something to behold. It, it started as one table, 
But then the berries and the cakes and the pies kept coming and coming, and we ended up with four tables overflowing with desserts. You know, when we lose someone or something, sometimes our hands start feeling a little itchy. You know, we, we bake cakes. We, we go and get tables to put those cakes on. We go through boxes or, or do the errand that we've been putting off or, or take up exercising. You know, really anything to keep our bodies moving as we process our grief. We try to fill a little bit of the hole that's been created by what we've lost. And part of me wonders if Jesus is doing the same thing here. Yes, he has more work to do. There are more people who need him and need to be healed. And maybe his hands are feeling a little itchy. You know, he's lost his family, the place that he had called home. And this is something he can do while he grieves. He can heal. He can feed. They need not go away. Give them something to eat. Let them stay with me as I work, as I grieve. God is in the barren places where work and grief are held together. And God bears fruit there. Jesus entered the wilderness alone, but the crowd followed him, and now he's building a community in the wilderness, bearing fruit in a barren place. Jesus says, give them something to eat. And the disciples reply, we have nothing. Only five loaves and two fish, nothing, they say. We have nothing. Now look what Jesus does with nothing. Bring them here. Bring me your nothing. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples who then gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. We have nothing, the disciples say. Only five loaves. And two fish. And I, I don't know what your only is. You know, the thing that gives you pause before submitting to Jesus. I have nothing. I'm only one person. I have nothing. I, I only have this little something that's not even really quite enough for me and certainly isn't enough for you. I have nothing. Well, Jesus took the disciples' nothing and helped them feed thousands with it. What might he do with ours? For when Jesus gets a hold of our nothing, he can perform miracles. The little that we offer spreads and grows and extends to reach more people than we can imagine. We always have something to offer, the littlest thing God can use. No miracles were performed in Nazareth. You know, the people there rejected Jesus, but miracles were performed in the wilderness. The people there believed, and even though they brought nothing, you know, only the pieces of themselves that needed healing, Jesus had compassion on them and healed them, asked them to stay and fed them. Sometimes life, it hits us and it shatters us. The death of a loved one, the loss of a friend, the loss of a community, loss can drive us into the wilderness 
to bear in places where we just want to be left alone. And if that's you, if you just want to be left alone, I have a frustrating truth for you, but ultimately a hopeful one. You are not alone in your wilderness. God is there. And a few thousand other people. <laughs> you know, miracles can happen in the wilderness. Nothings can be the biggest of somethings because God is there, waiting to heal, waiting to feed welcoming you in your loss. He has compassion for your pain. He has pain too. And he'll hold that pain while he works and heals others. And healing doesn't erase the pain. The memory of loss lingers, but he'll feed you with that little something that someone has offered. If it's loaves and fish or a slice of cake from the dessert table, he knows it's getting late and that you're tired, but he wants you to stay so that he can continue to minister and enjoy your company. For his kingdom, his community is just beginning, and you are wanted in it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.